Good morning, good morning everyone. Thank you for checking us out. This is volume 65 of Grown Women Gaming. Today we have a pretty lengthy show for you. We'll be discussing the latest news from inside Xbox, few GDC leaks, um, things of that nature. So let me just talk about the panel here. So ladies, what have you been playing this week? I'll start with you, El Boogie. Uh, well, basically, I've been playing uh, the game behind us. <laughs> been playing a lot of uh, the division, uh, and only the division. So yeah, I'm at level twenty right now, wow. trying to get to max level so Dang. I can start the end game stuff. I did a little bit, the little first mission for the dark zone, just to get you acquainted. But yeah, I got my crew. You know, the same people I played Division One with, and yeah, we getting it. Oh wow! So so division only division, that's it. Nothing else. I don't think so. Ah, okay, all right. What about you, lady? What you been playing? Um, I just finished. Um, hello everyone. Good morning, chat. <laughs> Good morning, panel. This is me, Lady Infamous. I've been playing um the NBA Live nineteen. Uh, I finished God of War finally. Um, I got my ass kicked in Horizon Zero Dawn, so I had to backtrack. <laughs> and now I'm on the level up game, trying to level up my character so she can be able to beat the final boss. Cause I'm like literally one mission away of beating that game, and I just wasn't my level wasn't high enough. Mm-hmm. So I'm just trying to get that last RPG out the way, and then just ready for the new rounds of games I'll be able to play and share with you guys. All right, so you just been backlogging it pretty much. Yes, it is. Backlog. Oh, I plan to get the division next week though. Oh, okay, all right. I didn't, let me let me just put that nitpick in there. <laughs> okay. So the division two next work, week, lady, we have we'll, we'll have be on yeah. that. Yes, um. definitely, it's gonna be a, a faded Friday night on the vision too. Let's believe it. Yeah. So what about you, Sharice? I'm like Boogie. I ain't playing nothing but division. But as soon as I got listen, when I got back from Atlanta, <laughs> I played at I was up playing division at eleven o'clock at night. My husband went to sleep on me, and I played <laughs> for two hours. I am now level level fourteen. I'm getting up to the boogie. Wait, you said you played for two hours and you already level. Wait, wait, how how long? Wait, have you... no, no. Oh, yeah, okay. I've been playing. Cause you, been you, playing your story kind of. Yeah, sorry. I've, ever since I got back from Atlanta, I have been playing nothing but Division. I got you. Okay. Those two days took me out the game, and I don't like that. I see. I see. All right. So for me, <clears throat> I've been playing the Division. Um, <laughs> I started playing it a little bit last night. Thank you, Boogie. Um, I've been playing it now for about I would say about two hours or so i'm at level three going on four um and so far it's been a fun game outside of that been playing a little bit of anthem still grinding in that all these um, looter shooter type games so yeah it's it's been pretty fun uh but yeah all right so let's get into these topics you all i know you guys saw the list and uh so i'm gonna start off with inside xbox season two episode two it was their international woman's day episode so the entire panel uh excuse me cast that was on that show was all women um it was a pretty big deal for them and i thought it was a pretty great show i just want to get you all's opinion on that so um first question did you all watch the inside xbox episode I saw a little bit because you every yeah. time every time they go live, I'm always at work. Right, <laughs> same here. I'm always I'm always at work. Um, they're doing to be honest with you with, with the content, it was well balanced. Um, 
the Halo, the Halo news is what, you know, was most exciting. Also, uh, go, I mean, Halo, you know, the Halo saga is going to go to PC. People, I, I see non-Xbox fans excited about uh, the Halo series going to PC. PC, yeah. Um, also, for me, that got interesting was the, uh, the little tidbit of FanFest news. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm just ready for the next show. I might have to take a day off work just to see it. Just to see it. That's how excited about it. I mean, you. You mean I look at it like this. I'm. I guess I'm going to speak on it. Um, I don't think they're going to show anything that's on E3's level. They never have. So I don't understand why people set their expectations so high for that. Um, I like the fact that it was an all female show. I thought it was pretty classy, considering the fact that it was International Women's Day. Just a few, I think a couple days before, I thought it was good. Um, I think the pacing could have been a little bit better um, because it's, it, they did this really huge announcement with 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 Halo um, Master Chief Collection coming to PC at the beginning, and then it kind of just flatlined a little bit after that until it got to like X Cloud towards the end. So I think they still need to kind of clean that up. But it was overall, I think it was a decent show. It was nice to see, um, you know, the ladies up there and stuff. So what, what about you, Boogie? What'd you think of the, the Inside Xbox episode? Yeah, I kind of like watched at it while I was doing some other stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I liked it. I saw the xCloud stuff. I actually just like got into it because people were like, I don't know. I feel like they're overly critiquing it. One, because it was a female right. playing. And then they're like, well, it doesn't look like she's playing it. And I'm like, well, that's kind of how you play Forza. Right. I mean, you don't just hold the trigger and hope for the best. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that's true because, like, I think uh, I think his name was Brad Sams came out and did a video analyzing mm-hmm. uh, when you play it versus when you play it uh, at home on a controller versus it was being played on X Cloud. It was like one to one. That's just kind of how you play Forza. And I think right. it's 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 crazy that they're like blaming latency. They're blaming all everything under the sun. Right. Because you have to drift in that game. You have to sometimes tease the to. analog sticks in order right. to to get where you want to go so yeah what what about you uh sharice oh. sorry I'm sorry Boogie. <laughs> <He> said, oh <laughs> Boogie, i'm sorry did i cut you off you can go ahead no nah, i'm good it's all right <laughs> all right go well ahead. we go back to boogie because i'm still catching up on the, the news for this past week because mm-hmm. of my trip yeah um i have i did catch the news that was released but i have not been able to rewatch the show yet and now now that i know that it was an all-woman show that it's more ammunition for me to watch it watch it um because we need to support that that was awesome that's awesome right it's one show out of how many like i don't understand the big it was i mean i mean you should have seen the comments it was kind of disgusting um i was of watching course. the show you know they have the they had the chat replay and it's really? just like people yeah people on there you know would say off the wall things about it being all women and it was it's just it just surprises me that we still were they still doing this like this is still a problem like I don't. Of course it is. Right. I don't. I don't understand. I don't. Care, but, um. So yeah. So thoughts on X Cloud? Any other thoughts on X Cloud? It looks awesome. Like I know that it's very much in its infancy. So for you to expect it to be, you know, like all the way together, I'm pretty sure they were only trying to give a snippet of it because, uh, you know, PlayStation had announced their. Um, their version of uh, remote play, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but um, 
I know that it's not finished. It's still, you know, being worked on. So I don't know. I'm not as critical as some people are. So you can call me a bot or whatever. But yeah. I know that um, I don't believe that Xbox is lying to people. Yeah, me either. Uh, but I do think that it's just something that's not ready yet. Yeah, and I feel like, you know, because people had got, had got a chance to demo the Google uh, stream service, right? And I feel like if Google's is, was working great with Assassin's Creed, it's a good, it's a great chance that Microsoft's is probably working great with with, with whatever game because it's already been reported that the latency is, is better with the xCloud. Right. So I don't, <laughs> people are going to make their own, uh, you know, opinions based on that small demo, but I think it's, it's bigger than that. And I think that I wish they would have kind of demoed more than just forza they could have demoed like halo you know since they just talked about the master chief collection they could have had reach on there like they it would have been a great opportunity to kind of cross promote that mm -hmm. um so it's little things like that i think they need to do in order to kind of make people understand that this is real like if google's doing it y'all can believe google why you don't want to believe microsoft like it makes to right. me it makes no sense at all um all right, all right. i think everybody they get us get console is stuck in their own little bubble and they can't really do anything and the fact that Microsoft and now Sony is kind of reaching out and trying other things people are not it's out of their comfort zone and they don't like that right um because when they the the streaming to the to iOS was announced there was a lot of ups I saw some people upset about that too oh yeah um, we're gonna touch on that too that's that's definitely down the list on the topics oh yeah um, that's as right as far as them talking about the Microsoft game stack and you yeah. know them, you know, appealing to mobile developers with their with their platform. Um, so yeah, <clears throat> another thing that came out of the whole uh, that was kind of announced during the same time of the Inside Xbox episode was Microsoft renamed the Microsoft Square to Xbox Plaza right before uh, you know E3 is 2019 is is coming up, and so that plaza that we're that you walk through, you know, you know, what I'm talking about right in front of the mm -hmm. Microsoft Theater. It used uh -huh. to be called Microsoft Square. They changed it to Xbox Plaza. So I think that's pretty neat. It makes me feel like they're really focusing, trying to refocus the brand there. And that, you know, for a more of a mass appeal. So, I mean, do you, do you, is this something you guys excited about? Do you think they're going to really kind of turn it into like a gaming type deal over there? Or you just think it's just a rename, complete rename? And that's it. Oh, go ahead. Okay. Um, I... I think it's great to be honest with you. Uh, it's everybody know it's my preferred brand. Um, I would see like you know a Microsoft store somewhere in there, maybe more. I I just want to see what they're gonna do with the space. I don't want it to see like just a just a slap on a name and that's it. I hope they can like utilize some of the spaces to their benefits. Um, because it's it's Xbox. Um. So I assume, I assume, I'm saying, I'm assuming that they have like some special spaces specifically for gamers. And that's my wish list. But I, and that's it. I mean, very simple. I just don't want it to be like a slap, a name slap. And just change the name and do nothing else is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what it is with me. Okay. Yeah. El Boogie, what you was talking about? I was just going to say that um, it would make sense because, you know, the whole plaza is game centered right you know with sports and whatnot and right. esports is you know trying to make a name for itself so it would be pretty cool if they did do something like that had like a large microsoft store there had a bunch of games for people to be able to play and stuff like that have tournaments and whatnot down there 
it would be a smart move. Oh my, and you and the location is super perfect. Like because you right. got the Microsoft Theater right there, the plaza's there, and then you got I mean it's just all in one nice vicinity. So it's perfect. Right. This would be a perfect way to cross brand and people are constantly walking through there because of the Staples Center and all other events that's going on there. It's just it's absolutely brilliant. And I think they should have been done this. Um it's you know if they definitely want to push the the Xbox brand forward on it. Um so yeah. Any other comments regarding the Xbox Plaza, XCloud, MCC? I, I, I got one. I want. Sure. First of all, when I first read it, I thought it was petty as fuck. I'm not even gonna lie. Why? Um, <laughs> Why? Okay, Nintendo and Sony ain't gonna be there. Okay, so we just gonna take over the whole damn square. Fine. Do you real? Oh, they, can, like, hey, they can be hey, over I, there. I, they gotta pay for it though. They could be over there. It'd be Nintendo event real. sponsored by Xbox Plaza, Thank like. I was like, that's just, and I love them for it. Um, that, that made my petty heart so happy. So crazy. Um, <laughs> but honestly, um, when it's, it, you're talking about the same area that was in last year? Yes, right, the little walking, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that area is perfect for gaming. Um, mm-hmm. And this rebranding, um, I like it. They're putting, finally, finally, they are pushing the, the Xbox brand instead of just the Microsoft by itself. Um, that's what we are. We're Xbox players. Let everybody know it. Be loud. Be proud. Um, hell, go with it. Right. So, uh, I know we all primarily console gamers. I mean, I, I mean, I play VR on PC, but how do you guys feel about the Master Chief Collection going to PC? Okay. This, this is the thing with me. Um, is it going to, my question is, am I going to be able to cross play with people on PC? Multiplayer? Ooh. I don't know if that would be a question. question. Was that that's even announced? I don't remember if that was even like announced. Uh, that's my thing because I think that know, might be a later announcement. <laughs> I don't know for sure. I hope so because that's what's making or breaking it for me. I, I don't want to go. I, I want to experience playing Halo with my PC friends who love Halo but don't got Xbox. And mm-hmm. I told them, look, if they cross play, I'm down. I play with you. Right. Uh, I'll play the- three and four with you. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> But that's what. I, but I didn't get any news on that. Um, and that's important too because one of the good one of the, the good aspects of playing Halo was that co-op story mode. And oh, yeah. and not everybody gonna have a PC. And most of the people that are experiencing Halo are console players. So it got to be some bridge, some gap to bridge up there. You know what I mean? Right. That's my opinion about that. Yeah, like I look at it in kind of a similar fashion. Like I definitely when my cross playing with PC players, but at the same time, it's like they're gonna have an advantage because of keyboard and mouse. So I would want it to, I would want to be able to kind of filter out the PC players that are are, are essentially like the people that's using keyboard and mouse, and if they're using a controller, I play with those PC players. That kind of deal because Halo is built around a controller, the gamepad, and so I mean I think that sh- should be the preferred way to play Halo. Um, I mean, of course, I'm just speaking from my console loving heart. On, on that's you know that's the way I prefer it. But I think this is great for PC gamers. I mean, they're gonna get a chance, like especially if they never play Halo, they get a chance to kind of jump into the series and go through the the Master Chief entire like history, even with Reach. And Reach is gonna be on Game Pass, so I think I think that uh, I think it's a good look. I just hope that they do it right when it comes to like you said, like cross play and stuff like that. So, what about you, Boogie? I think, you need it. I think so too. Um, I'm extremely happy that it is coming to um, 
to the um, PC. Halo Master Chief is an excellent franchise. I don't care if nobody said yes, the last one has some missteps. But the first, what, one, two, three, ODST and Reach are excellent games. I don't care what anybody say. Mm -hmm. um, everybody needs to have a chance to play them. And the more, and honestly, that's all of what this is, for more people to play your games. And this gives that opportunity to people who've never had an Xbox, who've only been PC players, um, to play this game. This is an excellent franchise. Everybody needs to love, fall in love with Master Chief. Um, I mean, it's hard not honestly. to, especially when you, Thank I mean, you. just, uh, I mean, he's a, okay, okay let's be real. Ignore Halo 5 he's though, a, right? Right. We, we didn't talk about that. We didn't talk okay. about that. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or, or go through Reach and like fall in love with these characters and watch this. Oh, because you know how this ends. You know how Reach, yeah. Reach is the prequel to Halo 1. And right. you know how this ends. Yes. And to actually cry when these people basically die. No, it, it's not a spoiler, people, because hey, this game's almost two years old. And again, that's how one starts off. Mm -hmm. Um, it's 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 heartbreaking. Everybody needs to experience that. Or yeah. ODST is actually like a, a detective story set in the the Halo universe, and you're not really a Spartan. You're not the with well, the shock troops or whatever. That story is excellent. And ODST, people, yeah, yeah, yeah. ODST was awesome. Yeah, um, I mean, because like an ODST was interesting because you you was, you was like a you didn't have as much strength as a as a Spartan. Like it was pretty cool how they played on that. And then the same thing goes for like Reach. Like it's on a completely different planet. It was just different, you know. I like I like the way they try to make them their own unique entities. And it was the last Bungie game. Um, yeah. So I think it it has a nice a, a nice little special asterisk by it that's that and, it, and it's it's very uh, beloved too by the Halo community. So this was a good look. I'm glad it's coming to Game Pass um, because then I can just cop it, play it, enjoy it, and shelve it, you know, and be done. But yeah, I mean, I think this I think this was a great announcement on this show as well. All right. So another thing too, like I'm I'm pretty sure. You guys have heard of the Microsoft Studio, or excuse me, Xbox Game Studio company, uh, The Initiative. Well, The Initiative, like, they released their a promo video um, earlier this week. Pretty much talking about, like, how they want to stay nimble, stay small, and things like that. And it kind of brushed up some controversy because before it was like they're going to be this, you know, quadruple A studio with large team and make these, you know, high profile games and things like that. But it's like the the video that was released was more like kind of indie dev looking, kind of small team with like 15 people and things like that. So I just want to get you guys take on the initiative and um what do you guys think about that if you've seen the video, you know, what's your what's your thoughts? So anybody can jump in. All right. Okay. Oh, you got it, lady. No, no, you got it. Go ahead, girl. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, I'm I'm fine with this. Not every game has to be AAA. Not every studio has to, you know, be three, five hundred people max. Um, the smaller games need love too. If it went for small devs, um, I wouldn't have got Child of Life, which is was an mm, offshoot of one of the Ubisoft um things. They wanted to make an eternal team of like I don't know, maybe twenty something people decided to break off and just make this game in their spare time. Child of Light is a awesome game. We wouldn't get that if we had if we stuck with big big studios all the time. Right. Um, think of what Cuphead is. not Cuphead a small studio? Mm -hmm. uh, and we so we need that. Um, so I have no problems with them wanting to stay small. Uh, maybe in the future they might want to go large and do a, a large scale game. But right now, let them do what's comfortable for them. Don't rush them. Let them grow. Let them continue to do what's right for them. Yeah. 
And I think it depends on what kind of game they make. Like if they come up with something that's grandiose, they're going to need like a large team in order to kind of support that. I think they're going to have to, you know, probably team up with another uh, studio to kind of make that vision come to fruition. Because the game development takes time. I feel like whatever they create, is go- it ain't coming out to easy like 2022 or 2024. Because it just seems like we're looking and we're watching this company grow from an infancy stage. And um, so I think people expectations with them talking about like a triple A and got they got this team. This team is re- remarkable, by the way. I mean, they've made some of them amazing games. They, I'm, um, I'm checking their backlog. I'm it's checking their ridiculous. backlog. I mean, they, from God of War to like Tomb Raider. I mean, they this back their pedigree is insane. So, you know, whatever they make, you know, it's got a great chance of being something phenomenal. But we're going to be waiting for a while. Like, that's how I look at it. We're going to be waiting on this game for a hot minute. And hot minute and slang terms mean more than a minute, possibly a couple years. Like, <laughs> so, I'm just saying. <laughs> um, uh, look, I'm going to say it straight up. I, I I love what they're trying to do. Uh, I agree with Sharice. We don't need big, good games. I'm telling you. The, the last couple of years that I've been playing video games ain't really been the big games, the big AAA studios that, you know, got me like, ooh, in my feelings about video games. It's really the smaller indie titles. Mm-hmm. Um, like Night School Studios, ooh. They did um The Night in the Woods, and I think they did Oxenfree, and yes, they're going to do one yes. with another one called i forgot it house party or something like that i played it before it's about these two kids they go to hell mm-hmm. and there's a party in hell and then there's, there's oh, wow things happen <laughs> okay yes. it's, um i want to like like the life said it will be a hot minute i'm waiting i'm waiting and i'd rather spend my money on some good quality gaming content than a carbon copy triple a title every year and yes i said it because i used to be that person that bought call of duty every year with the map packs and the zombie map packs Mm -hmm. and don't get me wrong those games are in my heart but as you grow older your taste in game changes well for me at least so i I would like to see more indies like do some big things with small games that's it right i mean like you said i mean we don't know what they're gonna end up being i mean right now we're just watching them grow like it's uh, i don't even know exactly how many employees they have right now but that video it looked like it was it was just about eight of them and they were just moving into their office like it was super i don't know if it, i don't know if you guys have watched it but it looked super like humble beginnings we're just starting out like this is what we are going to do and this is what we want to do we want to be this type of studio and it just seems super new right yeah and but it we, looked like but the video you're watching your training right 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 yeah so it's interesting like i said i'm looking forward to it the fact that they were able to get the market backed by microsoft being so young like that's that's huge in its own right a lot of small teams never get that type of uh you know off rip like we just gonna be you know microsoft is gonna trust us to just start out brand new and make something i think this this to me that speaks volumes so um we'll see i'm, look, I'm looking forward to whatever they do um, regardless of how lo- how long the wait's gonna be, um, I think I, I don't know if we got Boogie back or what, but um, yeah, I've been here. Yeah, so yeah, we 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 I asked you, but I think you kind of faded out or something like that. We we couldn't hear you, but um, so what's your thoughts on the initiative and and that whole thing and 
that did you see the video the hype video they came out with i didn't get to watch the video but um i've spoke to um what's his name the head guy before and they're very small they're just starting out mm-hmm. like Gagel- but i Gallagher. think that yeah mm-hmm. i think that uh too many people are you know they think they're about to come out and then we're gonna get the next you know last of us two or whatever right. from them and like you know those games are great but they take years upon years to develop and it's like such a clusterfuck just getting there you know the game is never what it was t- intended to be it's always some other version of that and you really don't want every game to be like that like what lady was saying like some of the smaller games would be some of your most fun experiences so i don't know i feel like some of us are open-minded we like to play different things and then some of us that are more vocal because they apparently have time to be tend to voice their negative opinion and i think people focus on the negative instead of all the other people the millions of people that are purchasing these other games right Right, like I, you know, I, I, I agree with you completely. There, it's like seems like the negative sound always gets the loud. Gets it's, it's what's behind the megaphone, and, and that's you the, ain't lying. It twists me out. It's <laughs> like you can't, you feel like you can't be excited, or you know, happy or positive about something these days because you got it's like the negativity is so much more apparent, or uh, they are more more uh, you know, put to the forefront instead of like this is what this team is trying to do. You know, we no one really know exactly what it's gonna be, but man, let's support them for trying. You know, kind of do. All right, so I'm gonna move on from the initiative. Um, like I said, I I enjoyed the video. I thought it was cool, but still early. Um, so uh, GDC is next week, and we do have like a growing gaming member that's gonna be at the the WIG and the BIG event that's hosted by Microsoft. Lady, do you want to talk about um GDC for a little while and what you're gonna be doing at that event? Um, okay. I, I didn't write nothing down, so I'm going to cool. go straight off the dome. Um, as soon as I figured out that Microsoft were doing events at um, in the Bay Area, I try to hit up as much of them as I can, representing, you know, grown women gaming. Um, the last couple of years, um, I've been going to the Women in Gaming Rally, or luncheon. It depends what year you went. And it's basically a meetup with women in the gaming industry and from Microsoft, they have a couple of panels there. Um, women that loves video games. All it doesn't even necessarily just Xbox fans. Just women that love gaming. Um, we go. We converse. We eat. We network. We and we just talk about different perspectives and video games. And it's a good like seen to be seen place, you know, because mm-hmm. there's always there's always somebody watching you. So I try my very best to conduct myself in the best way possible when I'm out there on these streets because it's very important that if you're truly serious about being trying to get your awareness on what you're trying to put out here in the video game industry you just can't do it behind the screen you can't do it behind a keyboard you have to be out there you have to show your face you have to be in them bit you have to slang them business cards and you got to put yourself out there um also um there's one for black in gaming i hate the name why they hate i just hate black in gaming well, what what, what would you recommend they call it like i don't I, when i see the name like i don't i don't get offended or anything like that but i do wish it was a I'm little not bit offended. different 
I didn't say I was offended. I just said it should have been different. Yeah. But, but, but when you really think about it on a deep level, it's like, what could you call it? Like, it's really. <laughs> like. I'm, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to call it. But you know what? I might figure it out. <laughs> this, that that particular one, they do fireside chats. Um, awareness with African Americans in the video game industry. Sometimes Phil be there. Sometimes Aaron Greenberg be there. Sometimes Shannon Loftus might be there. There's going to be a lot of people working in the Xbox industry. I'm going to try to give you guys uh, as much footage as I possibly can. Um, you know me. I, sometimes, it's, sometimes in events I get really, really nervous about filming because I know not everybody don't feel like getting filmed you know right absolutely. so i try, yeah so i what i've tried to do is maybe me and then i'll do like a wraparound of the venue then i'll do a couple of highlights from certain panels you know and piece them together and put a video out um even it's 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 never i've been this is my third year going and it's still nervous for me mm-hmm. um because they're watching you and They'll know if you legit like if you legit love video games or you just bullshit. You just there. Yeah. You just there. You know what I mean? And I want them to know that I'm there. I want them to know that I'm Lady Infamous from Grown Woman Gaming. I don't want them to not know who I am because me as a woman of color, a woman, it is it's still even though we making baby steps towards what we trying to get known here, we still a little further behind and even me just going to an event, conducting myself as a woman that loves video games and yeah. display my passion, I think that's the first initial steps. Yeah, and anybody and can just, do it. And just yeah. to kind of put a little stamp on that, like black women make less than one percent of the of the game development market, like, less than one percent. And I think that's that speaks volumes. I mean, it it, it definitely allows you to understand why they can't get African American hair correct in games. Why they can't, you know, get character creation correct in games when it comes to African American women? Um, so I mean, I don't understand this. To is it because like as a community, and and are we just not applying to those positions? Like, like what causes that to where we are super underrepresented when it comes to that type of thing? So I mean, anybody else want to speak on this? Go ahead, feel free, just jump in. I was just gonna say that they could call it gaming with color. Gaming with color. That's a good one. Ah, oh, that's a good name. That's cool. That was all. That was it. You don't want to go mm-hmm. into elaborate a little bit as to as to. I mean, I wish I could be there. Like I went to the first one with right. a lady, and I uh, first met El Boogie at right? BBC. Oh, nice. And I was nervous. Yes. Yeah. Like, yes. Hey, I'm just yes. this stranger that I play video games with. Like, yeah. Nice. I'm like, girl, come to my job. Girl, come. <laughs> Let's get you hooked up on this coffee. So, so it was great because you wouldn't, I was more than just a person behind a, a, a screen. I had to let El Boogie know, like, look, if I'm serious about this grown woman gaming shit, I have to display myself. I have to put myself out there. I have to put myself outside my comfort zone. Right. And I implore anybody, whoever wants to do anything that they want to do, you got to put yourself out there. Because trust me, I got my insecurities all day, but I still got to do what I got to do. I mean, I agree. I, someone in the chat, when I, when I was talking about the whole less than 1% as far as African-American women being in gaming, he was saying, well, maybe the interest isn't there. And I completely agree with that. 
I mean, because I we talked about this before on on this show on how like our family members, you know, like I have a bunch of sisters, and it's like how they treat me as far as being a gamer. Like, yes. it's kind of like second class citizen almost, and it's kind of sad. Um, like you were you supposed to get married and have kids and go vacations and cruises and stuff but you over here you need to put the games down (laughs) i'm like but in my particular case that what keeps me sane that's when i literally mean video games keep me sane i i put that in the utmost respect because it's a lot of people's keeping them sane you know what i mean and i'm i'm i cannot just sit by and not try to be represented a little bit right without without being negative without being catty without being vindictive just being a positive person doing these things well see that's just it i love this industry just like anybody else like the passion i have for this industry is on a ridiculous like insanely high level i've always so it's just been a part of my life i've been playing since i was four and a half years old so for me this this is just the way i live like this is just a part of me so when I see things like that, it's kind of, it's a little bit discouraging. It's like, is this an industry I'm supposed to tackle? Is this something that I'm supposed to try, try my, try to invest my time and effort into, you know? So, it, cause it, it can be a little bit discouraging from just from all fronts when it, when it comes to it. Um, and I know I'm going a little bit off topic here, but, but yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I got, I got to uh, get my outfit ready. I got to do my <laughs> hair on Sunday. I got my lashes on point. <laughs> so I'm a, I'm a, I'm a try. I'm gonna get y'all some content. Uh, just going to be a little light on the streaming and, uh, we'll have some content out by like next week, Friday. Yep. All right. So <clears throat> anything else, uh, as far as GDC? Well, I know that, uh, Microsoft announced that they had, they're going to have their, uh, Microsoft game stack. And Google is also doing a GDC keynote. But let's talk about Microsoft GameStack real quick. So they are co- pretty much combining all of their services that they, that they supply right now to developers in order to make games on Xbox and, you know, put Xbox Live, like the Azure hosting, everything. They're combining all of that into one nice little package for developers. But the biggest thing and what caused the rumor mill to go crazy this week was the fact that Xbox Live is going to be supported on iOS and Android. Mm-hmm. And so I'll start with you, Boogie, on what you think about the whole uh, Xbox Live being on iOS and Android. I mean, I think it's necessary for the xCloud to be, um, to dominate, right? Um, I also think that, uh, we're going to have probably more of these arcade style games that we used to have with the 360. Mm. Oh yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. And I know that that's like one of the biggest complaints I like heard people, which will probably turn around. People will be like, what is this? What is this? (laughs) But, um... I know that one of the biggest complaints when they went over to Xbox One that, um, you know, they wanted uh, more arcade-style stuff. So, we shall see how that works out, but I'm excited. Like, yeah, I'm great, I don't see how you couldn't be excited, but... I mean, normally with their... Well, on iOS and Android, the only Xbox Live support games that like pretty much games you play on your phone that you can get xbox achievements from or like microsoft first party first party published titles you know like the word of men and uh they got a bunch of other like hexic type deal um like mostly mobile but s games but you're able to get um achievements from those games i think that's this is all that is the ability to support achievements and xbox live uh progress you know so so yeah 
it's it's okay. interesting. Okay. You know I'm not really tech savvy, <laughs> but if if this can help if this can help services throughout Microsoft as far as consumers and gaming developers, I'm all for it. You know what I mean? Um I just look at it as like this is this is getting achievements from your mobile games. Like that's awesome. I don't understand like right. how that's a bad or negative I'm, thing. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just yeah, saying yeah. That I'm not knowledgeable. No, I'm, not, I'm not you. I'm just saying other people have yeah. said like. Well, that's them. <laughs> that's just like okay. That's them. It's one thing to not know, and you want to be knowledgeable on things that you that you want to learn, like Microsoft Azure, a uh, Simplygon, or a Serve. Play fab. I don't know this, but uh, as me as a lover of games, I won't mind learning. But then you got people that see these things and may not know what they are, or they do know what they are, and they still want to shit on it just because they got the Microsoft name on it. But you know, they and especially with the iOS mobile uh, crossover, uh, PlayStation did it like a week ago, and it was rude bra and and, and woohoo. You know what I mean? And I'm like, that's cool. If that's your preferred console, that's fine. Um. It doesn't. It's it's all about being knowledgeable of what you're trying to do. Right. Don't talk shit about shit if you don't not knowledgeable of what you, you of what you're talking about. I can't sit here and talk about power BL or BI because I don't know about it. But as me as a consumer of Microsoft, I need to know what what's going on. Um, I think it's a great thing. I think we're moving as a unit. Not a PlayStation or Xbox thing. Just as a unit of gaming, we're pushing forward to being more and more mobile, uh, less less disc, less physical. I would say. Right. Um, so it, either you're gonna adapt as either you gonna adapt or you gonna fall off. And I'm not trying. I, I don't. I don't. I don't spend a lot of time <laughs> and money on my on my number one habit. So I'm not planning to fall off. I'm just gonna plan to adapt to it. Yes. Well, what do you think, Boogie, about this? Um, because, like, Lady, I I Lady, just, Lady, Lady no, no, but see, Lady just touched on something. I want to get a, a oh, okay. opinion. Okay. What's, <laughs> what's, uh, what's the digital consumption um, mm-hmm. as far as like how we're transitioning over to that? Um, as far as what particularly? As far as gaming in general, like this, it's like as if the industry is making the shift, and, and so Microsoft Game Stack is essentially adapting to that shift. Um, you know, everybody okay. going out because they got they have this digital console. It's all digital Xbox One S console that's coming out. Right. So I want to kind of get your opinion on that. And and I mean, are you all digital this generation? Like with every all the games that you purchase. If it's a game that I like, I'm definitely buying it digital. Mm-hmm. Um, like, and it's hard too because I think I've talked about this before in a previous episode, but I think people don't realize that you know with the the graphic fidelity that we're starting to require of video games that discs just aren't going to cut it as far as being able to house that and most people don't want multiple discs to be able to play a game and you're just not going to be able to deliver that amount of uh, data on a single disc Um, and we haven't I don't know if you've seen anything I've looked for but I haven't seen any new media that's going to be able to hold, you know, over a hundred gigs, you know, and we already know we're there. We're already at a hundred gigs. All right. They they got the dual layer uh, Blu-ray, but yeah, it's still not enough. I mean, even Red Dead Redemption had to release on the disc. So, so yeah, 
All right, I was trying to get Sharice in here. I, she's, I haven't heard her at all. Um, but I definitely want to get her opinions on what she think about, you know, the the uh, the digital gaming and things like that. So if she can hear us. Sharice? Yeah, they like I haven't heard her. So anyway, so we're gonna go ahead and move on to the next topic. Um, and you know, Google, of course, they've been making some buzz in the in the in the in the uh, interwebs and all that because of the fact that they have a GDC keynote coming up, and they're gonna be talking about their uh, their streaming service that we mentioned earlier. So then they also made huge news by hiring former Ubisoft exec Jade Raymond as VP. So they, they're about to get ready to do this huge gaming push. And um, so Google was looking to be a major player. So I mm-hmm. want to, to to get you guys' opinion on this and what you think about Jade Raymond uh, joining the squad. <laughs> so, I just have to, yeah, I just have to say that uh, I love what Google is doing and I love how this is going to piss off so many men. I'm just saying. <laughs> As far as Jay Remond being a VP? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's yeah. also, it's a double-edged sword because if she doesn't produce, mm. they're going to be all on top of her. Right. So, I mean, I think it's great. I think that this industry is probably one of the best right now for females to have upward mobility. But at the same time, we cannot make mistakes because of the industry that this is. We are in a heavily misogynistic industry and they just do not tolerate women making mistakes it's heavy that's pretty heavy yeah um, that's pretty heavy oh, so my like God. i look at <laughs> so, <laughs> was that heavy because so it's look, the truth it's yeah the i look truth. at it like this i look at google it's like okay they're coming in they're gonna be making this this transition into the gaming space they got plenty of money to do it plenty plenty of money to compete so it's gonna it's gonna get ridiculous as far as like who's going to get what game content you know of course they're going to want exclusive content for their platform so i mean do you think the industry normally it's just been the big three do you think this industry has room for like two to three more players like legit streaming kind of gaming players i don't know because i could see i could see what people get one of them is going to get cut somebody gonna get cut right. that's how i look right. at it because people have already built up the ecosystems with Microsoft, they don't build up ecosystems with PlayStation, Nintendo, all of that, right? So it's like your Google. They the only advantage I see Google have here is the fact that people already have Gmail, so everybody's mm-hmm. pretty much already signed up. You don't gotta go and re-sign up. You just log in with your Gmail account, and you pretty much can have access to all of their services. It's gonna be, to me, it's gonna be possibly a seamless rollout of this. It's like, look, just log into your Google, log in with your Google account, and you pay for what you want as far as your your streaming service and what games you still have to buy the game separately so it, nothing will change there but this is our platform i feel like it's going to be a simple rollout so, i don't know they've, they've been they've been secretly having problems that get hushed mm. quite quickly with data leaks and data breaches and oh, that's uh, losing people's information so i'm still a little iffy with uh google's cybersecurity issues um I mean, everybody has issues, but I don't like that when they have issues that it gets hushed. Yeah, or shut down. Right. Like, right. Because yeah. you you letting my data out. Like, they're Let alerting me and telling me, hey, your data is compromised. Your passwords are compromised. You're going to have to, you know, go in and redo all your passwords and make sure no one is stealing your money and shit like that. So, you know, 
Yeah, I think it was. I, a, I think it was a uh, Google a Google Plus. Um, yeah, Google Plus. I think it was what you what you're referring to. That issues with that as far as like right. security leaks, breaches, and stuff like that. Right. So they pulled. And it. what they did is they just shut down the division. Right. Like, you know, instead of us fixing this issue, we're just going to shut down this division. So, right. yeah, That's just, it could be a problem. But I look forward to seeing what they have to say. I'm always welcoming new games. You know, always. Right. Um, but Jay Raven, now my right. question she to has you, to come with it. Jay Raven has to come with it. Go ahead. Now, my question to you is: Do you think that Google is going to also have the same multiplats that Xbox and PlayStation and sometimes Nintendo has? Yes. Like, is this just going to be another place where it's all these multiplats? No, I believe they're they're gonna they got it's gonna be twofold. I think they're gonna have third party support. Gonna have mm-hmm. to, and they're gonna have their own exclusives. Uh, that they bring to the table, whether that's parting with Ubisoft, which I can see that because I, 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 t- I try to tie two and two together. The fact that the game that they had for their demo or when they had people on trial was Assassin's Creed, a Ubisoft game. Jay Raymond, ex Ubisoft person, is now a VP at Google. Like, I could easily see them kind of combining forces to make exclusives, that kind of deal. I try to tie, make connections where I, I see them as like almost apparent. Um, mm-hmm. So I can see them getting third-party support, just like Microsoft, just like Nintendo, and just like Sony. I mean, it's just gonna it, be. It ain't like things. they ain't got the money to do it, right? They got they got the infrastructure and the money right. to be able to compete effectively. Now, somebody I do worry about in all of this, believe it or not, believe it or not, it depends on where they have their infrastructure set up. It's Nintendo and Sony when it comes to the streaming mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. So. Those are only two that I worry about because I feel like Amazon can make a power play similar to this. Google can make a power play. Well, they clearly are with them being a keynote, having the GDC keynote, because we, I don't think of Google when I think of gaming. I just don't. So for them to be having a keynote at GDC is like, hmm, wait, what? You know what I'm saying? So. Right. We'll see. <laughs> I see you already got your question in there, Mitch. <laughs> All right. You I got early, you. I see. <laughs> You early, you early. I got you, I got you. Okay, um, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready for competition, man. Y'all want my y'all want my ducats. Y'all want my y'all want my change. I'm ready for it, and I'm yeah. That's a good I'm point ready. too. Yeah, it's gonna be great for gamers because it's, competition breeds the best out of everybody. Mm-hmm. So this is gonna be fit. This the next couple years is gonna be insane if all these uh, other companies are coming into play. It's gonna be right. fantastic for us. Yeah, innovation will be happening. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, we lucky. We living in a great time right now. Yeah. Yeah, we are. But I mean, we we also live in a time to where gamers are super vocal, and that brings me to my next topic, which is the Bioware community manager says hostile replies will make developers less likely to engage with their customers when it comes to games. Now I don't know if you guys have read this article, but it was very kind of. Um, apparent to what the developer was trying to say there pretty much saying that because the gaming community can be super toxic that the game developers don't even want to engage sometimes when it comes to their games and to me that can be detrimental on both both ends like it's it's detrimental on the fact that we don't get to communicate with the developers and the developers don't really get to understand what us as gamers want from the game that they're making so mm-hmm. what do you guys think about this uh i'll go with you l boogie since i started with lady last time um, I mean, I can totally understand because uh, people pick apart every little word that you say online, and sometimes it doesn't matter what you say, 
you could try to have the best formulated response and someone is going to be offended or someone is going to say whatever, you know? So, um, I, I don't know, like, I know we've talked about, um, I don't know if you guys remember the, um, that one female for that smaller game development, uh, she got fired for responding or speaking up to people who were personally attacking her. And it's like, so now people are probably like, well, I'm not going to say anything. Like I can't even, and then the guy who helped her got fired too. Right. So it's like, so now not only can I, I not say anything, but if I try to help someone else that's being attacked, I'm going to get in trouble too. Yeah, so that's so why you walking on eggshells trying to protect your job. Right, so it's just easier to not engage, right? Would uh, as a game developer, would you would you would you try to engage, and how would you defuse the situation if that situation occurred to you personally? That's the question. Sometimes right. you can't even defuse those situations, you know, just because of the toxicity that we have, the 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 way social media works. You know what I mean? Because of the amenited, uh, I'm saying that word wrong. <laughs> the anonymous. Yeah, the ability to be anonymous. People have those Twitter fingers. And they come out in like droves to like, you know, um, Troll. it's like a mob. Yeah. 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 You know, that mob mentality. And, you know, how would you, you know, how would you like it? You know, it, it, you, you just would choose to not engage, right? If you know that you you feel like you're in a corner that anything you say is gonna get picked apart or you're gonna be attacked, you just would rather not engage, right? Right. I, I agree. agree. I, agree I deal with that situation like right now as a yes, person. I agree with right. that. As, right. <laughs> like, yeah. as a right. gamer right now in twenty nineteen, uh, with my history in gaming, I have to deal with that all the time. And as much as I like to respond to some of the people that says uh negative things about me and Mm -hmm. grown woman gaming in my personal case i have to be a bigger person and have to not engage because not only am i representing myself as a woman of color that loves video games i be everywhere you know what i mean and i also have to represent my brand so it is very very hard because you see the shit damn near all the time and you look at it and you're like I want to be petty today. Yeah, I want to be. Girl, I want to respond today. I tell, I tell the ladies all the time. I'm like, yo, can I be petty today? Cause I don't do it. It ain't worth it. All the time. So, I understand where the developers coming from, and we have to find a way to engage with the consumers and not be toxic and and not the consumers to be toxic to the developers because at the end of the day they try to do their job they're trying to get their paper and they don't any negative any negative notions from them will be detrimental to their sales of their games i agree so. i mean and then it's also it's, it's, you're always on a slippery slope when as a developer because you don't want to build up a negative per- perception if you do try to protect yourself or do speak up on something that you you, you know you're responding to that's negative you, you're like oh they do me in defensive about their game or they lying about this and, and nine to the ten gamers don't know like we don't know exactly how hard it is to make some of these games gaming development is ridiculously challenging right and right difficult. 
And so as, as a consumer, sometimes you think, oh, it's easy to make this fix. Oh, it, not knowing that they got to go right. through deployment cycles. You know, they have uh, probably like, like weekly sprints or two week sprints. So they got to go through in order to get things approved by so-and-so because you can't just release broken code. You just right. can't, you know. Right. And you know that there's people deliberately playing your game to break your code. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I feel like people, like you said, they just do not understand the great lengths that go into just developing, you know, a functioning game, just a game that runs, you know? Right. Uh, And I mean, like they, the, the one person I was talking to earlier, they're talking about how, uh, you know, well, Xbox lies a lot. I'm like, well, I wouldn't they consider lie it lying. Well, they're talking about, you know, like with the cloud compute for, uh, for, uh, for crackdown, for crackdown and whatnot. And I'm like, I don't, I wouldn't call it lying. I think the question is, who people, lies less? Who lies less? No, no, that's not. I don't no, even let think it's like that. Yeah, I don't think it's like that. I think that what happens is that people make assurances. They go to these sprint meetings, and people are saying, "All right, we're going to have this ready," right? So then people in marketing make plans thinking that this particular item is going to be ready. Then all hell breaks loose. Some piece of code doesn't work with this piece of code and no, somebody can't figure it out. Right. And it's not going to be ready on time. Shit happens. So then marketing got to do what, Boogie? Marketing has to go on. They either say nothing <laughs> <laughs> and don't admit anything, which happens a lot. Yes. Or marketing tries to pivot to focus on something else. Right. But but it's hard. You know, it's just a shitty situation and you try to recruit recruit after, but people just don't understand game development. I told you I started reading that book um Blood Sweat and Pixels yep. and everyone who plays games needs to read this book. You will have a better understanding about what actually happens when you develop a game mm-hmm. and you might understand that sometimes everything is coming together perfectly and then one thing just makes all those dominoes fall yeah. it's just how code works you know um and and i've struggled with code code is like one of those things that it's it's a language you know and if you trying to jump into it late in life it's hard as hell so yeah and logic is hard in it so people don't yeah. get that i i got an a in that class though but <laughs> <laughs> you know people don't get that shit like i don't i don't know yeah. all these armchair devs everybody got an opinion but nobody knows what happened what like goes into making a game just a game that functions not that does all the um, bells and whistles all the explosions and all the other shit but just one where the guy is fucking running linearly and he's doing it right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree completely. Uh, did you want to say something, lady? I, go ahead. About no, she, she took the words out of my yeah, mouth. Yeah, man, she, she nailed it, right? So it's like, yeah. it's like, man, I mean, it's a catch-22. It's like gamers feel like they can't win because they don't want to spend their money for a broken product. Mm-hmm. And like developers want to put out the best part they can, but it still may not be good enough for the gamers. Right. Like, because 
I've played some phenomenal games that people thought were just complete utter trash. Mm-hmm. It's like, yo, I love this game. How can you not like it? And then you look on Twitter and it's like, oh, this sucks. That sucks. This is mm-hmm. lame. Blah, blah, blah. Why you like that game? I mean, you like mediocrity. And st- I've heard so many things, mm-hmm. you know, from from this community uh, and from people just on your Twitter line, on on Reddit. Like, it's t- it gets outrageous. I know if, and I know if it gets outrageous for me as a gamer, like developers, it's on a whole other level. So I completely understand why they go silent. And a ton of developers do that. It just goes silent. Just like we we were complaining about it. I know you remember one, to give you an example, was with Anthem. You know, Anthem had those issues, server issues during the demo. Um, when they had the, the had the alpha demo. Not alpha demo. Mm-hmm. Uh, VIP demo. Yeah, yeah the yeah, VIP yeah. demo. And at first, they were responding, 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 responding. Okay, you guys, we're working on this. We're going to make sure it's working, blah, blah, blah. And next thing you know, they just go completely silent. In the back, though, just because the level of backlash that was going on in their thread was like, you couldn't even refresh. Every time you refresh the page, it was like page 1000. Like, it would just comment after comment after comment about how broken the game is. And if you release this, we're not buying it. And it's trash. Da, 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 da. And the, it's a free demo. Like, of course, they're working on it. Of course, you're upset because you can't get in or you can't play it. But they provided this as for free so you could try the game. So give them time to work these kinks out. This is what they want to do anyway. This is a demo. It's a, it's a, it's a, uh, it's a. It wasn't like it was a release, an actual release. It was more we trying to stress test and see what we need to do to optimize so that this game can come out in its best state. And it's like this is basically what they're expecting. They're expecting for it to fail. They're expecting for it to go down. So let's work with them on getting these things resolved so that when the game come out, it's great. So. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, so is Sharice back yet? We still haven't heard her yet. Yeah, she said that she was talking and apparently we can't hear her. So I think she's trying to figure out what's wrong. What's going on? Okay, cool. All right, so we'll, we'll probably catch up with Sharice uh, another time then, I guess, since we can't get her get her audio in here. But I do see that uh, Lady put the, the, the questions out there. So if you guys have any questions for us, feel free to post them in the chat. Don't forget to start your question with the word question in cap all capital letters so we can find them easily. And uh yeah. So Yeah, Mitch dies a lot. Please put it in big letters so I can see it. Because <laughs> I had to really dig. Um, what do you think of so think that Sony is trying to buy take two? Okay, wait, wait. That, say that, say that, say that one more time. Do you think that Sony, Sony is, is trying to, trying buy, to take. buy take two? There it is. There's a lot of teas in there. Okay. <laughs> um I'll go first. Um, so no, I don't think Sony's trying to buy Take Two. I believe that the uh, Sony exec came out and debunked it already. He said that he don't know where that rumor is coming from, and that they are not—they're not in a process to buy Take Two. But man, that would have been interesting if they—if they—if they did move forward with, with trying to make that purchase. Uh, so yeah, I mean, because Take Two did what—they do uh, Red Dead Redemption, uh, uh, Grand Theft Auto right if i'm mm-hmm. not mistaken so that would have been ridiculously huge if they if sony was like yeah we buy take two boom done deal but yeah i don't think first of all i don't think to be real i don't think sony has the capital to be able to make that kind of purchase i mean so yeah now microsoft was coming out and saying yeah we about to, to acquire take two i would believe them because microsoft was almost a trillion dollar company like <laughs> like i would believe that more than oh sony's about to to make that type of purchase but but I'm going to get called the X-Bot for this, uh, for saying that probably, but it's whatever. I know the facts. <clears throat> any other any other I, questions? Yo, I don't see none. <laughs> I 
I'm looking. I'm I'm skimming. I'm skimming. If you guys got some questions, let so, me know. I mean, so Boogie, I... did you hear that rumor about the take the Sony Take Two thing? I did not. Yeah, I heard about it. I really didn't. I took it with a grain of salt, man. Yeah, these video game rumors, you just don't. Right, it's been rumor. This is rumor season. I mean, because you got E3 coming up. Right. It's gonna be a bunch of rumors come out about this and about that. I just find it interesting that it seemed like Microsoft rumors is always almost borderline real. Oh, like everybody else rumors be super far fetched, but Microsoft's rumors be like that could be true. Like, like, because it's like, we're, I don't think they have a really good filter. Like, you know, somebody, they, they must got a leak. Somebody who, like, they can't plug all their leaks is what I'm trying to say. Like, that's what it feel like. Because I remember last year, prior to E3, and how they were talking about some things in regards to, like, studios and all that. Then, we didn't know for whether it was confirmed or not. But I just remember that being part of the rumor mill. So. I have a, I have a question for the ladies in the sure. panel. Um, any, any, you guys got the division, any other game pickups? Hmm. Oh, uh, Devil May Cry 5, uh, it's, uh, it's one, yeah, I'm trying to, trying to jump on, but now I'm in the division world and I can't, it's gonna be hard for me to put division two down. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's the next one on my list is, is definitely try to finish DMC5. Um, outside of that, I mean... It's been game after game lately. I don't understand, yeah. you know. Um, I'm I'm getting Mortal Kombat 11. That's a wrap. Oh, I'm in the beta. I need to play that. Girl, it's today. It's this weekend. Yes, the the oh, wow. stress okay. test is this weekend. Nice. So yeah. yes. Um, oh, don't forget, you guys can't stream it. That's what I was reading. Like you yeah. can't stream it. So be careful. That's okay. okay. I ain't streaming it. I wanted to. I did some things. Oh, I did that thing thing and then I was like, man, I can't even record it, man. So uh yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm really enjoying the, the stress test. Uh you can't play with people like I can't play with El Boogie, but you just have to play with some random people and they won't show you much stuff, but it's good. I'm right. enjoying it. Let me got some more questions in the chat. Okay, let me okay. Uh Lady Foxfire, hello girl. Yay. Thank you for send me some food. <laughs> question I missed the first half of the show but did you ladies address inside Xbox and how people felt that there were it there was an agenda because it wasn't an all female crew yeah wasn't it all- we talked about that uh, it was because it, it was international that there what there wasn't an, an all what do you mean I, there wasn't she, she must, she must was, admit there was she was, probably must admit yeah. there was yeah, yeah we talked about it earlier in the show about it you know being inside Xbox and how we thought it was great that it wasn't all woman cast for the show uh so yeah you might want to rewind rewind yeah i think she was saying that because people were like well why was it all women because they like obviously See, don't pay attention and didn't know that it, it was, was international women right. women's day that week and that they were doing it as a homage mm-hmm. to women and um yeah yeah okay um i hope that answers your question lady foxfire on to the next question uh Cadrian Hardy so the story in the division (laughs) (laughs) Kadarian Hardy (laughs) so the story so the story in the division two um so the story in the division two do they continue I guess you were trying to say did they continue the story Story. from the first one yeah is that what you're trying to say 
Yeah, it's a, it's a direct quote. The continuation is six months after mm-hmm. the first game. Yeah. In a different yeah. location. Okay. Um, I got one from Mitchie Dies a Lot. Do you think that Anthem should have been delayed? If so, how for how long? Yes, I think it should have been delayed, personally, because there's too many games coming out right now. But that's a personal thing because I just, just got way too many in my backlog but I do think it was de- still been should have been delayed because of all the bugs it still got a ton of bugs I think six months would have did that game some good release it around E3 it would have been fantastic okay um, anybody else I mean like I'm just I'm spewing you know what I didn't even touch Anthem at all so don't, that ain't even my question what about you do you think me. Anthem should have been delayed are you are you, are you done I with Anthem it, no Boogie? it should have oh no Boogie? No, I'm not done with Anthem, but uh, right now it's taking a seat because they definitely. I'm. I pretty much did everything that I could do. Yeah. How long you have the game for? Like a month? Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how long it's been out? It released on February 22nd. Not a month. Yet. Less than a month. So you done. It's, it's a wrap. She did everything. Right. Yeah, I've pretty much done everything. I haven't gotten to, like, the master level or whatever. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. I figured, I feel like when they start, you know, bringing out more content is when I'll come back. Okay. I, yeah. Understandable. Understandable. Um, let me see. Lawless, ain't nobody talking about, what is that? Sekiro? Uh, Dark Souls Samurai? Dark Souls 2019? I, <laughs> nobody... Look, I'm look. The I, game I'm looks not, good, but I don't know. It's just it's Dark Souls with Samurai. Okay, you ready for that life? Let me know. Heroes, Shadows Die Twice. I think is what it's called. <laughs> uh, I got a question from Jazzy New. Always coming through. Always supporting. Day one. Let's go. Since Xbox started to become a software platform. Since Xbox is starting to become a software platform instead of just a console box, what do you think this does for the industry? Even PlayStation is starting to talk about it. Talking about becoming a, like a streaming oh. service only or non-hardware business type deal? Does it yeah. Does that uh-huh. mm. I have, I'm very indifferent on this because I think Microsoft will always have a physical box. Like, at least for a while. At least 10 years, you know. I think that I mean, we're seeing a shift right now into services and things like that. And I think it's a natural progression to go that way. But I think that um, Microsoft is still going to have a, a physical platform as far as like a console. Because some people, believe it or not, people still prefer that way to play. People prefer the e- bar- the easy barrier of entry of not having to worry about my PC specs, making sure my settings is on point. To run it, these these frames, my game is is you know the frame rate isn't all that stuff like that. When you when you're a console gamer, you, all that goes out the window. You don't have to even think about any of that. So I think that's the most welcoming thing, and it's just preferred. I mean, people don't. It's funny because people aren't saying these things about Nintendo, and Nintendo has, you know, they they've been announced there that they're trying to do something as far as online and you know they they charge for their online service now and things like that but it's just like a different conversation when you when you talk about certain companies and i think that part of it is is a little bit unfair oh okay i see um really but oh i see i do see i'm not trying to act like i'm Mm -hmm. look okay if if, (laughs) okay look there's some I, I'm just learning. Sometimes when I talk to you guys about stuff, I be learning too, and I'm just trying to absorb information. I'm not trying to be like nonchalant about it. 
dang, Delilah. Yeah, you sound like you was a little bit like nonchalant about it, but it's all good. <laughs> He's like, mm-hmm. okay, next. Uh, no, let's go. I wasn't trying to. <laughs> I swear. Um, S. Watson, you had a question, but you didn't put questions in big letters, so I couldn't see it. So again, you, I think you have a question that says it seems that Xbox can't catch a break, whatever way they turn. Do they need to just stop on social media hmm. and let this gen finish out and be ready for? all of next gen is that the question what do you mean i said I'm, I'm confused by that question because it's like what do you mean when he say that they should just get off social media because the only thing i see them doing on social media is promoting their stuff like how is that bad like, i don't I, mean, I don't get it i don't i don't get that question really like okay so they question mark on the end so i assume it was a question well yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah no clearly it's a question but i'm talking about for my own personal like i'm taking that i'm taking that question in i'm processing it and i'm like so you telling them to get off social media what are they doing so wrong on social media like i don't get it they like anybody else so you're saying that people who work there shouldn't be on social media like and, yeah. that, and that they shouldn't advertise or talk about their games on social media like i don't I mean, are, are are you people saying that I, because I think, Nintendo? I, I think I think he's he's asking that uh, if if they should just stop neglect like future titles of this current generation and focus their have slowly focus on their future generation mm-hmm. of consoles. I'm gonna answer. I'm gonna say no because you still got to get that paper. Yeah, paper. You still got to get that paper. And even though we are on our we are like towards the end of the cycle, they still got to make that money. They still got to pump out those games. And believe I mean, it or not, social media is a—it's a platform that everybody, uh, everybody promotes their stuff. It seems like it, it does seem like at times that Microsoft always get the shitty end of the stick when it comes to social media. But what they're gonna do? Not promote their shit. They right. gotta continue what they do. Um, I see more Xbox promotion than PlayStation and Nintendo only on certain days of the week, or was it Nintendo Direct? You wouldn't really see that much stuff going on. So, I mean, you asked them to stop Microsoft as far as advertising is concerned has always been an issue. So it's like you asked them to stop the only means of advertising that we do see. Like I and I'm I'm just not I'm not being big since 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 you know Xbox is my preferred platform. I don't want to I don't I like the internet I like the interaction I like the fact that you that feel sometimes goes on these tangents and get questions from people and and like that Aaron Greenberg is always doing some sort of promotion on Twitter like I like that I think that's very engaging and I think it should continue I don't want to see it go away um so I guess that's why I got low-key offended on it it's like wait what you want him to stop like I don't get that you know what I mean so mm. okay anybody else want to tackle that question I quiet (laughs) yeah quiet we'll go to the next question when boredom set in what is a full game what does a full game mean to you question mark people say that anthem should have been a full game but but should they be singled out for having bugs when most long uh most live services game have issues initially Mm. see as far as this question I feel like yeah, they should have waited. Get, get, get knock out as many bugs as you can, because I want the game. I mean, from just from a personal standpoint, I want the game to be as polished as possible prior to release. 
don't release it if it's super buggy like in the, as soon as i load up the game it crashes like as soon as i go into a different area it doesn't load or the loading gets stuck or i get kicked back to the home screen like fix all this stuff like to me i, I don't i don't like the whole broken games initiative is what i call it like they ship in broken games and fix them patch them later like i don't i'm not a huge fan of it i'm super old school when it comes to that so be like Nintendo and polish the crap out of it before you release it. Nintendo does a great job with that, of making sure that their games are, are very polished prior to release. They also take forever to come out. That's so. true too. <laughs> That's true too. I'm just saying, like people like ready, like I'm trying to have my cake and eat it too, type of thing, you know. And it's like sometimes you can't, you know. Yeah, I get it because like the mantra right now in today's development environment is to always ship. Like you got to ship something. Even if it's like, that's why you have these sprints and why you have these constant updates and things like that and, and you know, software development. So I get it. And they, so they're treating games the same way. I understand. But I think gamers just have a different mindset when it comes to that because we want things to work. Because otherwise, why, why charge full price? If you're gonna If you're going to bring out a game that's not all the way there, release it at a, at, a, at a small price point like okay look we're gonna charge twenty dollars because this game is out it's good but it ain't great yet we still we're gonna patch it and fix it and then so we're gonna have this set of game content at twenty dollars and like six months from now we're gonna release another set of game content for another twenty dollars until you get to sixty dollars but like it's just you can't expect people to drop 60 on something that's just broken and half there like mm -hmm. i can beat the game in five hours and that's sixty dollars heck no I'm not going I'm not going to be, you know, happy with that purchase. Okay. Um it was a it good it was a decent question. I I like that. Um I got Fozzy with the question um predictions Avengers in game. Oh gosh. Oh, no. They all going they, they oh, going to die, they're going to come back and they're going to beat Thanos. That's right. what happen. <laughs> they say everybody not coming back though. Mm -hmm. I heard Spider-Man ain't coming back. I heard he ain't yeah, coming back. Yeah, but Spider-Man got a movie coming out after mm -hmm. Endgame. So, like, how are you just going to have another movie? Like, they're just making you think that because, you know, they don't want you to just know for sure that he's coming back. It's the but spin. At the, the same spin. time, he has a fucking movie coming out after, so... Yeah, it's it's definitely the spin. I mean, they, they did that last time with the previous movie. They made yeah. you think one thing, and then it's actually another. I love it, because I don't want them to spoil it. Right. Okay, let me see. I think we have one more question from Jonathan B. Welcome. I agree, Streets. Cap is dead. That's what you need to be ready. Yes, for. I think he's dead too. But yeah, that's why they brought Captain Marvel out because yeah. <laughs> so crazy. We got to replace him. What was your first console, and what was your what is your current uh, platform of choice? Jonathan okay. Okay. All right. My first one was a Nintendo Classic NES. Mm -hmm. uh, and then when I was in school, they had the little Apple computer games. So it was like my first things. Um, my current, my preferred uh, console is going to be Xbox. Uh, if y'all ain't know, you better ask somebody. I, but I do have a PlayStation and a, and a PC. So. It's not like I'm close-minded with my shit. I, I just have a preferred console, so. And then I got um, the first console that was actually mine was a Nintendo 
classic. And then my dad had um, me playing kind of on the um, Atari back in the day. And then um, I had two, I have an X, I have a Pro, I have a Switch. I have all that good stuff. I got a PC, um, although I don't really play on the PC, but still, I got it. I love technology. Um, but yeah, Xbox is my preferred console, as most people know, uh, because I think that they are the only people out here trying to really have um, inclusion. So, yeah. Yeah, for me, same boat. I mean, my first console was uh, Classic NES. Uh, four and a half years old and then like a little bit later I would say like a year and a half or so after that got to play a little bit of Atari with a friend so I was uh, dabbled a little bit and then just kind of went up the the whole entire process of like SNES I was Nintendo all day like SNES Zone 64 and then somewhere like after that that I switched over to like Xbox and been Xbox ever since uh, so that's my preferred platform, always since the OG days. Uh, I really enjoyed the the original Xbox platform that started it all for me. So that is my preferred platform. I also have the other consoles as well. And as of Thursday, I got Xbox. Uh, excuse me, I got a PlayStation uh, Pro. So pro life. Pro Pro Life. <laughs> but um, I also had uh, have a, a PlayStation. I had a PlayStation Four prior to them, but. You know, I don't really play it nearly as much as Xbox, but I also have a Nintendo Switch and a PlayStation 3. Let's see what else we got around here. I think that's it. So a bunch of Xbox. I got an Xbox One X. A bunch of Xboxes. Well, we got more Xboxes than anything else. So that literally lets you know what this what this household is, what this family is about. Yeah. So. All right. Let me check if we have any more questions. All right. I appreciate the questions, y'all. <laughs> yes. All right. I think that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. All right. So we're going to go ahead and, and do our closing then. I guess I'll start with you, lady. Okay. Uh, you guys, thank you so much for stopping by today. We hit 20s. We've been hitting 20s for the last couple of weeks. I'm liking that. Woo! <laughs> Uh, so I want to thank everybody that stopped by every morning. I want to thank all the new people that showed up today. Welcome. We do this every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific Standards Time, noon Eastern. Um, look, just check my Twitter, uh, Lady underscore Infamous 30. You want to have all the information of what videos come out on my YouTube channel, what streams that I'm going to put out on Twitch, which I'm going to play This is the Police tonight or later on today. And, um just thank y'all just thank y'all for coming through and showing us love yep much appreciate it and this is your girl i'm the hosting today so this is delilah underscore hd on twitter thank you so much for rocking out with us we do appreciate you all go ahead um l boogie it's l boogie 0208 i appreciate everyone that comes that comes every week um we got like a little good following going on now we starting to get some traction make sure you tell your friends you tell your wife your husband your family members <laughs> all them Tell them to come through. We love everybody. And yeah, it's all love. Oh, yeah. Speaking of which, I forgot that we're also on iTunes, Spotify, mm-hmm. uh, Anchor. Anchor. Yeah. So if you want, don't, if you can't check us out live, feel free to download us later when you're at work, you know, or you're just chilling. You want something cool to listen to? Check us out. Setting up. Uh, bye, everybody. Bye, you guys. Have a great weekend. Peace.